0: Tom Swarbrick on LBC. 10 to 6, Friday night, Tom Swarbrick on LBC. A grateful nation assumes the position, ready to feel the thrilling storytelling of one of the best in the business. For it's from Washington, D.C. that Simon Marks brings us his American Week. Tom, President Biden at this very moment is at Dover Air Force Base in Delaware, preparing to engage in the most solemn duty that faces any American leader. He will observe the repatriation of the bodies of three U.S. troops killed in Jordan last weekend in a drone strike the U.S. says was launched by proxies of Iran. We are on standby here for America's response. The President has telegraphed that it is coming. The U.S. is poised to launch days of attacks ...against Iran-linked targets in Iraq and Syria. President Biden says the aim is to punish Iran indirectly.
1: I do hold respons- responsible in the sense they're supplying the weapons
0: to the people who did it. I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. That's not what I'm looking for. He may not be looking for it, but avoiding it will be easier said than done. And there are voices here urging him to go full bore against the Iranians.
1: You have to be tough. That doesn't mean starting a war. That actually means preventing war.
0: Nikki Haley, the former governor of South Carolina, who is still engaged in her losing battle for the Republican Party's presidential nomination, speaking on CNBC. Biden
1: still to this second hasn't increased sanctions on Iran. That's lunacy because you're just continuing to pay them for trying to now kill our soldiers.
0: Just on the facts, like Donald Trump, she keeps insisting that the US is paying Iran, which it very much is not. But let's listen to the organ grinder instead. He is now 26 points clear of Nikki Haley in her home state, ahead of this month's Republican primary there. How would he be handling the deadly drone strike traced back to Iran? It wouldn't have happened if I were in the White House. You would have never had this attack. You would have never had the attack on Israel. You would have never had the attack on Ukraine. Uh, you would not have inflation that was, you know, just as... Destroying our country. Entirely unprovable claims there, but there you go. On the economy, by the way, we learnt this morning that the US added a stunning 353,000 jobs in January. It's the kind of news that President Biden should be able to use to reignite his beleaguered re-election campaign. And yet, this is a nation that still seems not to recognise its economic successes and to be very much craving change. up, away. One of the most beloved characters living on Sesame Street unwittingly revealed the nation's mood this week. Elmo took to the platform we all still call Twitter and channeling his inner Holly Willoughby asked people a simple question. How's everybody doing? The replies, and at last check there were over 18,000 of them, indicated that Americans are not doing very well. Not good, Elmo, not good, wrote one respondent. Elmo, we are tired, said another. Even Elmo couldn't believe it. Elmo's glad that he got to talk to a lot of people and see how they're doing. You know, if you're feeling sad or worried or confused, that you can talk. That you love and trust. Elmo spoke there on NBC's Today show. The White House, realising that Americans were engaged in a trauma dump, decided to get in on the act. President Biden on Twitter thanked Elmo and said, ''I know how hard it is some days to sweep the clouds away.'' But the difficulty for the president is that the entire episode revealed how unhappy Americans are with the way things are. That may have been fueled this week by two separate studies. One suggested that artificial intelligence is likely to decimate skilled jobs filled by university-educated Americans. The other showed the country's 12- to 17-year-olds are in record numbers anxious about their lives, disillusioned about the country's direction, and pessimistic about the future. And for much of that, social media is now poised to carry the political can.
1: Mr. Zuckerberg, you and
0: the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product
1: that's killing people.
0: Republican Senator Lindsey Graham was joined by every single member of the Senate Judiciary Committee in assailing five social media executives who were dragged to Washington to testify about their platform's toxic impacts on children. The crowd in the room was made up of furious parents. Some of their youngsters committed suicide due to social media bullying. Others say their teenagers were exposed to sexual predators. No exchange was more heated than that between between Republican Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri and Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg 37%
1: of teenage girls between 13 and 15 were exposed to unwanted nudity in a week on Instagram you knew about it, who did you fire? Senator, this is why we're building all Who did you controls. fire? Senator, that's, I don't think that that's Who did you fire? Uh, I'm not going to answer that Because um, <laughs> you this didn't is... fire anybody Right? Probably Do you know who's sitting like behind you? You've got families from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone, and you don't think it's appropriate to take a, talk about steps that you took? Have you compensated any speak. of the victims? Sorry? Have you compensated any of the victims? I don't believe so. Wh- you, why not? Don't you think they deserve some compensation for what your platform has done? Our job is to make sure that we build tools to find harmful content, take it off the services, Uh, and to build tools that empower parents. So you didn't take any action. You didn't take any action. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't compensated a single victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well they're here, you're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the
0: pictures. And with that, Mark Zuckerberg, his legislative pummeling long overdue, stood up and apologised to the families, saying that nobody should have gone through the trauma they have been enduring. For many observers, the event had echoes of 1994, when seven tobacco industry executives testified on Capitol Hill and knowingly lied when they claimed their products were neither addictive nor harmful. That eventually led to lawsuits and legislation. It is possible that this week will be remembered as a similar moment when America finally cottoned on to the monumental damage social media is doing to the fabric of this nation. In stark contrast, America this week remembered a woman who brought only positivity to the United States. I like the city of The people in each room. Cheetah Rivera starred in the original 1957 production of West Side Story, enthralling audiences on Broadway and then in London with some of the most astonishing dance moves anyone had ever seen. She played Anita, the independent, confident woman who would not allow society to constrain her despite her Puerto Rican background. Cheetah Rivera identified with Anita's character and told PBS that West Side Story was a turning point for Latino artists. As a Puerto Rican, it gave me a lot of very special feelings being accepted. And Unfortunately, you know, this world is still not in too good a shape as far as understanding people's differences, but I think the longevity of my career has
1: a lot to do with what happened in those rehearsal halls. That was so
0: emotional. Cheetah Rivera died this week at the age of 91. She was a dynamo, starring also in Chicago, Bye Bye Birdie, Kiss of the Spider Woman, and many more. She won two Tony Awards, was nominated for eight others, and was a trailblazer, imbued with the kind of positive energy that has always fueled America's successes. But the Tom appears to be in very short supply today. I like the show. From Washington,
1: D.C., Simon Marks, American Week.